You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that's on a voluntary 24-hour fast. Let's face it, like all three of us need to lose weight. Now, you've seen our photos, you know which one I'm talking about. By all three, I mean myself, Faisal American, as well as Karami Kamil. Yes, that's me. And Nicholas John. Yes, I am trying to lose weight. Now, by the time of a recording, uh, the second week of the Olympics is almost done and dusted. We've seen a few highs a few lows, but that's life. Lah. Now, let's start with uh, the badminton men's doubles, which gifted us our first medal. Aaron Chia and So Wuyik fought their way to the semi-finals, but lost to the uh, number three seats from China. They won bronze uh, by beating Indonesia's Mohamed Ahsan and Hendra Stiawan. You have to give them props. I mean, getting a medal on your Olympic debut, not an easy feat. Not an easy feat at all. And then you also have to remember that uh, Asan and, and uh, Hendra Steyawan were, they were world champions, if I'm not mistaken. So to beat the world champions uh, who also happened to defeat our guys in uh, the, the earlier group stages, it takes a lot. And it was an awesome, awesome uh, match to watch as well, you know, because they lost the first set and then had to fight back and all that. It was just great to watch. And uh, just to recap, they lost to Asan and Setiawan in the group stage. Uh, Aaron Chan so weak. They lost in the group stage and managed to fight back. And I think this was their eighth meeting and only their second victory over the Indonesian pair. So major props to them. And I personally think that it was a, a needed win for us Malaysians due to the pandemic, due to the not going out that much. Yeah, nice bonus for us. Lah. Uh, the reactions to the medal have been great. Uh, Dr. Lee Chong Wei's message on social media was epic. Lah. Um, he said it was his first time watching a live Olympic match on TV and uh, in his own words, Basa ketia wey! <laughs> well, Chong uh, Wei, now you know how we all feel when we watch you play. Lah. Exactly, especially when he plays against Lindan. Oh my God, those kind of matches really put you on not your just, edge, on the edge of your seat. Not just the Katia Ubasa, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let's move on to diving. A heartbreak in the ten meter platform. Uh, Cheong Jun Hung was unable to get past the. Uh, preliminary round, but Pandalela Rino made it to the finals. Sadly, uh, her first dive in the final was costly, and after that, it was an uphill struggle for her to compete, and uh, she finished in 12. Yes, totally heartbreak because uh, her first dive, which I think she her feet touched the platform when she was diving, so it disrupted her momentum to enter the water gracefully, beautifully, I don't know how you put it. Um, and that put her in a tight situation because uh, literally she was one dive behind all the other divers because she only collected 18 points from the first dive. Regardless if she made four straight perfect dives, I'm pretty sure it's still almost impossible for her to catch up with those two Chinese divers. And speaking of those two Chinese divers, I mean, Come on, they were just another level. Yeah. I thought they were cheating, man. <laughs> How? I literally thought they were I don't know. Maybe they, they did something to the water. I don't know. It's like, where did all the water go? Especially the gold, the gold medal winner. What's the name again? Chuan Hong Chan. Chuan Hong Chan, exactly. Uh, did she land it in the water? I don't know, man. 
And she's 14 years old. Dude, mind-blowing. And it's it's honestly, like, I, I'm not to say I follow diving or anything, but, you know, every time there's a major tournament and all that I watch, and it's quite rare that you see divers get perfect 10s. And she got more than just one. She got a number of perfect 10s. Exactly, and... She was very, very thin. So I think that played a part for making all those perfect entries. Guys, besides being 14, it was her first major tournament, right? And to get gold in the Olympics, do just crazy. And, and there's one thing you notice about the, the Chinese uh, divers is that they maintain that laser focus throughout the entire competition from the prelims to the semis to the final, no emotion, nothing on their faces. And then the moment they win, suddenly just like everything just, just let go. You know, the first smile of the entire Olympics you see after they win the medal. Exactly. But if, if you notice, she have already won before forming her last dive. I mean, she could have smiled then. And just take it easy and all that. But no, she gave it. 100% right until the fifth dive that's professionalism now for you at 14 right so at 14 just, it's just amazing yeah. what were you doing at 14 oh, yeah <laughs> we can't talk about that here uh, I exercise my right to remain silent now uh, apart from the 10 meters uh Dabita did well as well. She finished fourth in the uh, three-meter springboard. Yes, she did. She had a good Olympics, I think, um, finishing fourth. And she was consistent. Uh, to me, she was she was very consistent from the prelims to the finals. She was just a tad bit unlucky because I think she was holding the third position for quite some time before the American diver overtook her in the last dive. But again, uh, as like during the 2016 Olympics, she wowed us with her smile. Also, she was very happy with the performance despite missing out on bronze. And she was very close to getting bronze as well, right? The gap between the third place uh, diver was quite, quite tight. Yes, totally. And this is the best performance at the Olympics, if I'm not mistaken. I think she finished 12th, I think. I'm not sure. But in Rio, it was her first Olympics. And then this is her second appearance. And she, she, I think she did really well. Yeah, and she's getting closer to that medal, you know. And she's only, what, 22, 23? She's 22 and definitely she's one to look out for the future. Yeah, one of the, the bright sparks la, from, the, from the diving squad this Olympics. Just to say something about Cheong Jun Hong, the former world champion. Um, she's had a really, really rough time before due to her injury and then with COVID and stuff. So Cheong Jun Hong was in the 10-meter platform diving event as well with Pandalela. But she finished, I think, was 26, uh, not making it to the finals. But based on her situation, I think you, you can't blame her that much. Remember that she got an allergy while being there? Yeah, yeah, skin allergy or something before before her, her events, yeah. Yeah, that might as well play a part for her not-so-good performance. Yeah, it's been a really rough year like, for her. Okay, now uh, let's briefly touch on uh, athletics. Azrin Nabila Alias, uh, wow, was she impressive in the 100 meters. She set a new personal best time in her Olympic debut. And she's still very young. Yeah, and, and we've mentioned this in the past. To come to the highest level of competitive sports, you know, the Olympics, and to go and break your personal best, uh, you know, it, it's not easy to do. There's a lot of pressure. Everyone is watching you. And so, yeah, major props to her for doing that. And I think she came out second in her, her 
first heats or something. And I think a, a lot of Malaysians were watching that and we got really excited and, and we just genuinely felt really good for her. And to be there without her coach, she was alone, I think, um, without her coach. I saw a clip of her training with training, Lee Habwe, right? Training with Lee, with Lee Habwe and all the other athletics, yeah, athletics athletes. And to be honest, she looked kind of a bit lost while training. And she did say to Nadia Arena uh, on an interview that it's, it's, a, it's a really tough period for her for being there alone, uh, nobody to talk to. But she she did well. And she brought smiles uh, to us Malaysians. Now, uh, Lee Habwe, uh, he wasn't able to get past uh, his uh, qualifying round. And uh, after that, he said this will be his last Olympics. So it's a sad farewell. It is. It is. Um, he's what he's in his mid thirties, I think. Um, he has been representing our country for seventeen years. We know it's going to be hard for him to get a medal in the Olympics, but I think he was just targeting to be in the final rounds. But he was struggling to find his rhythm during the heats, and he he did not make any successful attempt on his jump, which is which was was it two point one seven meters, I think. But the post-jump interview, I think, broke my heart where he was legit sad. He was crying while answering questions from reporters. He was apologizing to us Malaysians. I don't know why all these athletes apologize to us because we know they did their best, right? And we know that athletics is like other countries are more dominant in that, in that field. So it's really sad for me to watch him cry on national TV. Yeah, and he's been a mainstay in, in athletics. Like you said, he's been representing the country for 17 years. So all the major events, all the major tournaments, it, it's, it's so common. You know, you, you just remember every, every time you have these events, it's Lee Hubway is there, you know? So yep. it, it's going to be a, a little bit weird to, to not have him there for the next major tournament. He did give a hint that he's going to retire because one of the reasons saying that he wants younger athletes to, to represent the country, uh, he said that his time might be up after 17 years. So I hope that the next generation of high jumpers could be as, at the same part or better than Lee Hubway. Of course, Malaysia's Olympic campaign isn't over yet. In track cycling, Datu Azizul Hasni Awang and Shah Firdaus Shah Rom will be competing in the Kirin. Earlier, they were eliminated in the men's sprint after losing their uh, third round rapid charge. Be sure to catch all the excitement from Tokyo 2020 across multiple channels in both HD and 4K UHD on Astro. I have been Faisal Merigan. And I'm Karami Kamil. And I'm Nicholas John. Good luck to uh, Dato Azizul. Good luck to Shafidaos. Hopefully our next episode will be a, a special one. Lah. Stay safe, everybody.